Hey everybody, it's Monday, December 19th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we're going to start around the infield and talk about the Rangers and how fan graphs and baseball reference have them predicting the Rangers players, and we're going to decide whether we agree or not today on Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys. I'm Kevin Frazier, a.k.a. YBK, your boy Kev. You can catch me on socials at Kevin Lee Frazier, Twitter and Instagram. Currently uh, not, don't have a TikTok uh, right now, um, but my buddy over here, uh, the 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull, my co-host with the most, uh, the man who I'm not sure if he's hungry or not right now, but I'm going to guarantee you that there's a 99% chance that he is. My man, how we doing today, brother? Man, I am doing good. It is Monday. Monday is normally a bad day for most people, but today is my big day. I always get Monday going good. We, uh, um, uh, for a lot of people, uh, you know, Monday is a downer, but it's an upper for me. Oh, oh. we're going to talk about uh, social media, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell them where they can yeah, find you on the episode. I have to uh, admit something today. Uh-oh. That, uh, for the first time ever in my life, I put a TikTok up last night. Whoa. Oh, man. Oh. And it's Buddy, not uh... just a TikTok. Oh. It is a Texas Rangers with the boys TikTok. Wow. Yeah, wow. so I felt... I felt... Uh, but I should share that first before I tell you that you can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, on Instagram at Manimal 300. And remember, I put one up last night on TikTok at Bull Pro. Yeah. Also, I don't want to exclude anyone. That's not what we're doing here. All inclusive. We're, we're an all inclusive. We're like. We're like Sandy's Resort Casino. Right, right. In, yeah, in the beautiful Mansfield, Texas. Yes. Yes, yeah. okay. So we're just <laughs> like that here. So I have a Facebook, and that Facebook, <laughs> you can find me at Bull Pro. Wow. I also have a 300-pound Manimal fan page. I really don't even look at it anymore. So, you know, if you like it, that'll give me a reason to go look at it. <laughs> okay, okay. Are we going? Do you, uh, you want me to go on? No, please. Do you want me to make up things that I do on social media just for the show? Like, I also have a snap. I don't have a snap. Let's no. let's tap the brakes. Uh, so it's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Yes. What should we do today? We, I mean, well, oh. we're coming off of the high of yeah. our t- our big twenty twentieth show where we did the top twenty prospects. Yep, what yep. what should we do now? I mean, we, well, the Rangers we, didn't do anything this weekend. Well, we took a full stop for the weekend, uh, stopped to smell the roses. Um, and then after lots of planning, uh, lots of back and forth, um, lots of really just, uh, really just kind of just really putting a depth of thought into where we should go with the show uh, this week, we have come to the place of, and again, me being a big predicting projections, I love that kind of stuff. We are going to go through uh, fan graphs and baseball reference, 
and we're just going to go through the the players at each position and, and see what they have projected and see if we agree or we think there's going to be an – like, are we over or are we under on that player uh, in their projected performances? Um, that, that again, lots of delegation. It took us uh, probably yeah. – 10 whole minutes before we got on the show to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, we, we really put it in the work in this weekend. <laughs> to, uh, now, now, I just, you know, I want to say that uh, I was very successful in eating cotton candy at my wrestling match this weekend. Not as successful when it comes to winning matches. Oh, the but I did not get hurt. I did not get hurt. That's the most important thing, right? I didn't and get that's hurt. a win. That's yeah, a win. Yeah. That's a win. Well, you know what? Let's let's jump into it. So I think today we're going to do catcher, first All base, right. and second base, and we'll get with the, we'll start with the starters, and then if we get the time, we'll dig into maybe some of the the reserves and maybe what we think will come of that. Uh, we'll break up the infield into two different days just because there's more players to talk about, uh, and then we'll go do outfield, and then we'll do pitching um, on the fourth day if we don't get. All of the pitching in, if we just get the starting pitching, we'll bump the bullpen to Monday. And then hopefully somewhere between there, we'll have some news uh, for the Texas Rangers. In and terms of yeah, yeah, I think any day that the, the Rangers do anything, um, either free agent-wise or trade-wise, that uh, we would probably talk about that over this. So if any of that, if that happens at any point this weekend or this week, we will uh, – we will break in with that news over uh, projections. Sounds good. So let's jump in with Jonah Heim off the bat. So over here on Baseball Reference, um, they have him coming coming in flat a little bit uh, season over season. Uh, last year he was at a 227 batting average, 298. So just for you guys listening, we'll, we'll the first number we'll put say is batting average. Second number will be on base percentage. Third number is going to be slugging, and then the fourth number will be ops, but we'll designate when we're talking about ops. But when we talk about splits, his split last year was 227, 298, and 399. <laughs> this year they have him at 225, again, right around the same, 287, and then 380. So they have a little bit of a regression. Uh, for now, Fangraphs does not have a regression for oh. Jonah High. Okay. They have him projected out at somewhere around the same amount of at bats that he had last year. Maybe a few less because they probably uh, project Mitch Garver to have more. Wink, <laughs> wink. You know, <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, but wink. Uh, Fangraphs has him hitting two thirty-five, mm. which is about eight points higher than last year. And they also have a, a couple of extra points that they're putting on his on-base percentage at 300. And they're okay. also putting a couple of points on his slugging percentage at 401. And I think why this happened, and I think the reason that he's getting this little bump in the batting average on fan graphs is because he's a switch hitter that plays a lot against righties and hits left-handed quite a bit. And um, he's he's one of those guys that – I think he hits into the shift a little bit that his batting average may raise just a little mm. bit from from hitting into the shift anymore. I can see that. And I bet we see a lot of that. And I'm wondering why baseball reference isn't making this adjustment. But I'm betting we do see a pretty high uptick in batting average just across the league. And I would think that 
I'm going to bet high on everybody until I'm proven wrong uh, on these. So I'm kind of going with fan graphs here. I think we're going to see him go up. I also think like with, with time and we're seeing this in catchers more nowadays, I think maybe less is more. So I think maybe getting him a few less plate appearances might actually help his numbers be better. Cause we talked about how he faded a little bit uh, yeah. last year. Uh, but I, I'm willing. I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm betting high on him this time. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's gonna have a better season this year than he had last year. I'm. I'm betting high too. I think also he's going to get more days off than he would have, say, last year because Garver was hurt from May on, and uh, they used a. a uh, was it? Morris Villaroba or who, who, the kid that they used last year yeah. behind the plate a lot down the stretch. And I mean, that guy, he started off pretty good, but then he went into like a, a one for 60 down slide, you know, not maybe yeah. one that high, but you know, yeah, 38 bats like in a, a row. And... He finished at a one. <laughs> yeah. So, he was, you know, he was hot for a little while. So I think like, I just think he, he's one of those guys that, um, he may not have the plate appearances that he had last year, like uh, Fangraph thinks, and um, he may just be one of those guys that he's about right. And I, I think he's going to be, you know, he's going to be one of those guys that he's probably a three, you know, a three war if he plays every day, and and a seven hundred ops isn't bad for a catcher. That's pretty. That's pretty solid. If he comes out of there with the 702 ops next year, that's about where he was with a little bit of an improvement. So I think that's something to look forward to, to see how Jonah Heim, um, I'm hoping that his slugging maybe goes up and he maybe makes that jump from 16 to 20 home runs. But again, it just depends on how much time he gets, you know, being behind or being with Garver and how much time Garver plays. And then, you know, I'm in, in a perfect world, Sam Huff comes in and plays more and is much better okay. this year. Okay, too. bring stop there, stop there, stop there. I'm calling an audible right here. Uh, we're, we're Black 59 Razor. So here's what I want to do. I think I want to see what Fangraphs thinks about Sam Huff because baseball reference is actually betting on him to have a much better season um, this year than he had last year. They've got Sam Huff at a 252 average, 318 on base, 417 slug, but also 250, uh, 266 plate appearances in nine home runs. I would be interested to see what Fangraphs has on him because well, I think he's me... going to play a lot of games. Okay, well, let me see if I can find because I, I, I just have the big league team up and they okay. don't have him uh, on, the thing? on the big league team, yeah. Well, 20. what do you think, though? What do you think about that? Like, um, while you're looking for it, what do you think about better season uh, than he had last year? And maybe he he's the one that's taking a slice out of Jonah Hines playing time. Well, um, you know, I don't I don't hate that idea because I think he's a guy that even if he has a, a lower batting average, lower on base percentage – he may be one of those guys that still slugs in the in the mid four hundreds. Yeah. Um and and you know, uh Fangraphs only has him getting ninety nine plate appearances. Really? Yeah. Huh. So a big discrepancy between the two the two the two sites. Um and I think 
I'm I'm gonna say I believe he's gonna land more on the baseball reference side. I think well, the Rangers I, are gonna give him every chance to 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 show what he's got this year. Well, and I don't know exactly. I don't exactly know what the Rangers' plans are with Mitch Garver just yet mm-hmm. because he's I, I'm in. He's coming back from an arm injury. Is he going to play? Uh, in the field at all or is it going to be like last year where he you know had somewhere around 25 games as a dh before going on the il yeah so i'm not sure i um but i think that it's going to be probably somewhere between the two unless something does happen with garver or heim because if something happens with Haim, I think that they would probably look at Sam Huff as their number one option to play every day. Yeah, I think so. I don't so. know. I, I think, like, the idea I, – I really think the idea is to um, DH Garber on days that Brad Miller oh. is in the isn't in the lineup. And then oh. I think at some point that's all going to – you know, at some point it's going to be worth just releasing Garver. I mean, uh, releasing uh, Miller, Miller, I think. Miller. But it, it, I guess it isn't right now unless something else happens that they just replace, you know, like, I mean, they actually do replace him. So I don't think right. so. I think, I mean, it just, it all depends on what happens with those guys. And, and Miller spent a lot of time on the DL last year, so he's another year older. Gotcha. And another year further away from those 31 home runs he hit as a shortstop with Tampa Bay back in the day. Right. Well, let's move on to – okay, catcher is pretty interesting position. I think moving into – Yeah, I mean, phase, do we want to do – I mean, real quick, before we move on, do we want to sure. look at Garver or do we want to go on – Let's save him for the DH. Uh, okay, we'll save him for the DH and talk yeah. about him tomorrow. Okay, yeah, so we're moving on. I don't to want to talk the... about him today. I wasn't ready to talk about Garver. I just ate. And okay, just, well, right. you know, I'm trying to keep help let my food digest. And Garver right. kind of Garver falls in that Brad Miller because you know he kind of falls in this first base back bracket too. You know, what I mean, yeah. oh, I don't know what. Oh, yeah. I was just was not ready to talk about I Mitch Garver you. today. I, I don't you, know. Man. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Nate Lowe. Nate Lowe. Nathaniel, right? Nathaniel. Sorry, Nathaniel. Yeah, gosh. Get it right. Sorry about that. Uh, Well, Baseball Reference has has him significant, a significant regression uh, for for Nate Lowe, Nathaniel Lowe. Um, They have him at a 279 average, 349 on base, and a 440 or slugging they have him almost like over a hundred no almost a hundred about about 60 plus maybe 70 plus less plate appearances um and really i mean a a pretty good regression here in 20 homers 67 uh only 147 hits um again they, they they're predicting him to go down and i think he's not a guy that really um the shift doesn't really, hurt him a ton. Yeah, it's not a big deal to him. So, so I mean, they could be right just because it was a career year for Nathaniel. Um, well, I mean, they could uh, be. Uh, yeah, it could have been a career year, or that could be who he is. 
Yeah, I agree. I think this is the year we find out. Like, I mean, his if he does it again this year, if he hits twenty five home runs and hits over three hundred, and and his uh, ops is somewhere around you know eight fifty next year at this you know mm-hmm. at the end of this year, I mean he's going to just kind of solidify himself as a as a uh, 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 every time, every year at this time, or every year, silver slugger guy. I don't know. Yeah. I think, but so it just depends on what this year. I don't know. He's still young. He's he's not. I, he he. You know, he hit out out hit a lot of people's expectations last year, but now those ex- expectations are going to be there. So I would say that uh, you know, if he hits there again, and and he's somewhere between the two seventy one. And 302 that Fangraphs has him and what he did last year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I like the idea that, you know, I, I still think he's, I think, you know, we'll find out this year. You know, I think we'll find out more and we'll know more next year at this time about what Nathaniel Lowe is and if, if last year is what he is or if he kind of hit above his scale last year. But I think, I mean, I think that's pretty close to what he is. Yeah, I think you're right because just kind of looking at his splits uh, on the road, at home, right-handed, left-handed last year. It's all pretty I close. Mean, yeah, I mean, he hit he hit better against lefties, slugged better against lefties, which is counterintuitive because he's left-handed. He hit better on the road, had more home runs on the road. Um, so, honestly, I, I can't – I'm going to – I would have to bet on him to have a similar season – just because I think you're going to see an uptick in batting average across the league. He wasn't affected by the shift that much, but I would also be willing to bet, like, he was affected by it a little bit. He uses um, he uses the all fields. You know, he's one of those guys that he's not uh, he's not up there looking to walk too much, so he's, he's slapping balls kind of all over the field. And, and, again, you know, this is a guy, he's only at, you know, two and – maybe almost a quarter year service. So he's not like, I mean, he, he's not this old guy that's been around the league for a lot of years. He's a, you know, he's a 27, but he didn't get up to the big leagues until he was, you know, into 24 gets traded over to the Rangers and he plays his 25, 26 year or 26 and 27 year seasons with the Rangers. So I don't know, you know, I mean, I think he's one of those guys, and actually, I mean, last year would have just been his 26th season and the year before that. So, he, I mean, we're looking at his 25-26. So, I think, I mean, the next three or four years, he should be locked in at, at looking at a guy that can give you the, the numbers that he put in last year. Well, and like looking at some of his, you know, like you said, his 50, 55% of his hits come to center field. So he's only a 26% pull hitter. Um, the other thing that I actually looked at that, so his walk percentage went down last year, but I think that's probably better because it looks like maybe he's being a little more aggressive. And I think we've talked about him struggling with the fastball. And I think maybe him getting getting out and getting on pitchers early in their count, like early in the bat, might be something that he's looking to do. That way he doesn't where he has to hit a fastball and they know he can't necessarily hit the fastball as well. So it might be a well, situation and, where he's looking to jump on the breaking ball earlier in the, the at bat 
and that way he's getting the pitch that he can hit a little better. Well, and I think also, I mean, this is another guy that I think he really worked hard at at hitting fastballs. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he worked. Uh, he saw a lot of fastballs in the in the uh, cages last year to get, you know, to make more contact with high velocity. And again, like you were saying, he wasn't going to let people get out in front of him with change up stuff. You know, with the, with change of speed stuff. He was looking to hack. He was looking to hit. And he wasn't going to get himself in a position where he's looking at 3-2 and he's probably going to get at the fastball. Sorry about that. Did you lose me for a second? No, no. Okay, good, good. Um, yeah, I, and again, the more you kind of dig into his into his ratios and stuff, you can kind of see that he did really improve a lot as a hitter uh, year over year. And it looks like what changed most most importantly was his approach. Like, it looks like he had changed his approach to hitting. And, again, what – and, again, this is not the Nate Lowe show, Nathaniel Lowe show. And, again, you're talking about two guys that probably weren't very high on Nathaniel Lowe before last year. But you got to give the guy credit because he really took a risk and took a bet on himself and bet on what he worked on. And you can tell he reinvented his game. And I'm willing to bet on him for another year. I'm willing to bet those splits are closer to the 280, 290 range. I think he's going to finish a lot closer this year, and I think he might end up actually driving in more runs this year than he did uh, last year. That that's that's where I'm I landing on Nathaniel Lowe. I think also I think that uh, Seager and Simeon are going to be on base in front of him quite a bit more this year. Mm-hmm. I think I really do. I think that uh, Seager is going to benefit the most from it, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Simeon's another one of those guys that they, you know, uh, he's not going to start the season, or, I, or at least I hope he doesn't start the season oh. the way he yeah. did last year. So, I mean, those are a lot of situations where Lowe didn't have RBI opportunities because those guys weren't on a base, weren't on base in front of him. Yeah, and actually, segue. Let's segue into Marcus Simeon. Um, looking at projections, and again, I, I. I don't agree with these. Um, no. Projecting him to, to do a 247, 310, 444. If that happens, a 754 ops, if that happens next year, like Marcus Simeon is going to be one of the most ridiculed players in the league because it's okay to do it one year, man, but you can't come back next year and do the same thing. And also, what we like we talked about when we kind of broke down the position it's not about necessarily that if he has that kind of year, but when he has that, you know, I think the Rangers need to have a hot start this year. And I think going back to Heim, going back to Huff, I think both of those guys, how they start the season, how Simeon starts the season. I just think it's going to be real important for the Rangers to start off hot this year. And I think Simeon's going to have to be the guy to lead the charge, especially to make up for last year. What do you think? I think, I think Simeon is going to, uh, I thought after, if you started the season on June 1st and you looked at the rest of the season, Simeon might have been not just the best second baseman in baseball, but one of the top 10 players in baseball for the season if you started it in June. But we don't start it in June. We start, it started yeah. in, you know, April. Right. So um, if he could get, if he can just be, you know, keep it together a little bit through his slow start, you know, because he's a proverbial slow starter. 
So if he can right. kind of keep it together through that slow start, I think, uh, you know, I mean, there's no reason to believe that his numbers don't go up substantially. I mean, I think he's more, I think he's going to be closer to 800 with his ops this year instead of 730. I, I just think he's going to be better in all categories. And, uh, I mean, I wouldn't even be shocked if, I mean, he won a silver slugger and a, a gold glove next year uh, just by being better for the first two months of the season. Let me, let me give you – let me prove you right here. So from June until the end of the year, Simeon was, had a two sixty eight batting average, three nineteen on base, four ninety slugging, eight ten ops, 26, 25 home runs and 66 runs batted in, 80 runs scored. So, dude, you are 100% on. I mean, he was a top 10 baseball player. I mean, you put that together. I mean, that's – and it's coming from second base where is a a historically not your best offensive production place. I just – I mean, there's just so much to like about Simeon. And like I said, I mean, like I can't ever imagine – I mean, I can't in a – imagine him starting next season the way this season went for him. And I think, I mean, you know how much we love Ron Washington. I mean, when, when the Braves were through town last year in May, uh, he, he basically was like, you got to just stick with Simeon. He's, he's a guy. I mean, you'll look at the, you'll start looking at the score sheet every night and it's going to start appearing, but you just got to wait on it. You know I mean? Like it's there and he's not going to change anything or do anything different. It's just, going to come together at some point and it well, did and like, uh-huh. well, and, like you like to say he's a dude you know like he's a dude he's going to get it together and check this out first from april 8th until may 31st he was batted 199 <laughs> 266 on base 274 slugs one home run that's not happening yeah, you're this telling year. me that's not going to happen yeah. Not. There's no way, man. I mean, no. and, and and again, like the the lineup, even though there hasn't been a lot of happenings in the lineup, like I think that you know they're going to know every day who's going to be in the lineup this year. It's not going to yeah. be that. Good lord, they hit a different lineup every day last year. Yeah. Yep. Every day, like they got to get some, you know, some some semblance of normalcy on a lineup and, and roll with it because Simeon hitting the one hole, the two hole, the three hole, they put him in the five hole for a little while. I mean, I mean, he hit in four different spots and never knew exactly where he was going to be every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I, and I think that, you know, that was just a big, I don't no, know, big... no, no, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I don't think right. you do that. I think you, you get guys that are creatures of habit you keep them creatures of habit you don't change them yep. from being creatures of habit yep i agree with that so i think we both are going to bet high on simeon or betting that simeon's going to over overplay i don't know what he had on Simeon's yeah uh, was it was it, it was better than last year they had him as better than last year they had we're talking uh um 250 batting average 318 and 434 slug which those are all better than last year's but i think that uh um i think it's going to be a little higher than that i think it's going to be closer to 800 instead of 750 yeah and if these guys put together one of those 
you know, magical seasons within the next couple of seasons, no one's going to care what happens on the back end of these contracts. That's yeah, the bottom yeah. line. You like, just got to put it you're together. You're a major for... hero for life. And that's what I think these guys need to really understand. Yeah, and, and I think, yeah, the Rangers are one of those teams that they just – they got a chance if they can get into a tournament with yep. with their pitching. Yep. You know, and who who have said that? You know, who would have ever thought that? Right. So, so let's do we do want to uh, Do we want to talk about Zeke Duran? Yeah, let's yeah, pick one want... more guy, cover him, and then we'll, we'll get out of here for the day. Okay, let's do Zeke Duran. Okay. Let's see. Uh, so, are you pulled up, or you want me to go? I got I got Fangraphs pulled up real quick, and they're projecting him. I mean, they they like him. I mean, they like him to be higher, and uh, the, the him for him to get half a season. Okay. Um, they they're like eighty one games, so that's okay. directly a half a season, almost three hundred and fifty plate appearances, um, eleven home runs, which isn't super high, but. You know, second year player, second base guy, but a batting average 244, on base percentage 292, and slugging percentage 412, which are all substantially higher than what he did last year. Um, no, and they look at him to be a positive one player as far as war. Um, oh, wow. So, you know, like, like, a, full, a, not like a full one. A 1.1 probably coming off the bench and playing halftime. Wow. So, That's actually, you know, that, I'd love that. Yeah, I think if he can find his way onto the field uh, half of the season, I mean, again, like, I don't feel like the Rangers made these deals to get these prospects to not find out what they have and send them away just yet. Because I don't think, I don't think the Rangers are as in on Brian Reynolds as they probably, you know, I think they may really be in on Zeke Duran playing left field next year. Yeah, I, I so they so I would say Baseball Reference has a very similar trajectory. Actually, maybe a little bit lower on the lower end. Uh, you're looking at I think a two, a two forty four, uh, no two forty eight, three hundred five, three eighty eight. Slug. Um, as far as home runs, about eight home runs, fourteen doubles. If he lands anywhere, like I would say, if this is his, if this right here is his floor. And what you said is his ceiling. Um, I think that's great. I think anywhere in between there, I think it's a great year for him because that means you're not leaning on him uh, to be if, like a major role player, but he's he's coming through when you're asking him to. Yeah, I mean, if he's somewhere in in 350 plate appearances, he's he's somewhere around 700 when it comes to his ops. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty good. And, and you know, if he's driving in some runs. You know, that's another good sign because it means he changes his approach when there's people on base. Um, I know that I know that driving in runs isn't thought of as some uh, great number anymore. But whatever. when I see a guy <laughs> like Adolis Garcia bear down and and make a pitcher work and make a pitcher want to work around him when there's runners on base, you know, that. Uh, no, I'm okay. No, okay. Someone calling me, of course, when I'm worth two yeah. seconds from being done. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I think just having a guy that can bear down up there and, and drive a run in and he puts pressure on pitchers to pitch around him to put more guys on base, 
because I just think that's, I mean, that's a, a that's a big asset. And I think that, uh, you know, I mean, as much as that number doesn't get thrown around very much anymore as a, a big time production number, I still like the RBI total because I know guys that, uh, you know, focus on driving in runs. Right. I agree. Run production is always a huge factor. So, well, brother, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and start to wind us down. Yeah. Here. Let's, let's, uh, let's get out of here. I think we, uh, we got through a little bit and it was, uh, uh, it was kind of fun to kind of see what people are predicting. And, uh, yeah. uh just from kind of watching them ourselves, we think that may be a little bit different. Right. And again, I think we're both, we're homers. So we're always betting high on the Rangers, but, we're also being realistic. Um, Bull, you got anything you want to say to the people before we check out? Uh, yeah, just uh, thanks for continuing to listen. And, uh, you know, let's uh, continue to tell some friends to tell some friends. And uh, and let's make this uh, something that, uh, you know, people that are Ranger fans actually get to hear. And, and we can get, you know, we can pass on that little bit of baseball that we love to them. Absolutely love it. Yeah, thanks everybody for listening. And once again, this is Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys signing out.